am so very excited to present this inaugural episode of Unbox. I am Barbara Arlene Fields Brion, visionary servant leader of Favored by the Father Ministries. The Unboxed video podcast was created to provide a platform for authentic expressions. We want to help people to lead themselves into a deeper faith with the help of the Lord, explore self-identity and freedom to uncover your God-giftedness. We share experiences of stepping out of your comfort zones that lead to fulfilling your purpose, not the purpose that someone else has designed for you, unless, of course, that's God. The Unbox concept comes from our logo that was developed. As we evolve, we are like the butterfly bursting out of the box and allowing the Holy Spirit to advance us to loftier and limitless places in the Lord. Know that the power of the Holy Spirit can shatter any box. Every Christian can realistically soar above the clouds, fly beyond the view of the natural eye. As emergent and seasoned butterflies, we have purpose and definition burst through confinement without having to remove the lid as you flutter into spiritual freedom from boxes prepared by people. Gracefully flutter and avoid trying to fit into someone else's box. Yes, that is unboxed. Though fragile, we do not have to be silhouettes or shadows of anyone. I ask you to fly, to fly freely in your season to wherever God preordained before he formed you in your mother's womb. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 tells us that we are God's masterpiece. And I believe that. The verse says that he created us in a he created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the things that he planned for us long ago. You see, God wants to take us to new beginnings and greater heights daily. Favored by the Father Ministries will not put God in a box. So I ask you, do you want to nurture your soul? Do you feel stressed at times? Welcome to the Unboxed Video Podcast, where we talk to athletes, business professionals, ministers, musicians, and ordinary people like you. We ask questions like, what caused you to step outside of a box that restricted you? How did you discover your ultimate purpose? So if I tell you a little bit now about Favored by the Father Ministries, it is a Christian church. Favored by the Father Ministries is a Christian church without walls. We use digital discipleship with an app. You can find the app in any uh, store, uh, AOS or Android. Just type in Favored by the Father and you'll see the icon with the butterflies popping out. We use social media. 
and we engage with people on any platform, virtually as well as in person. You invite me to come, I will, as long as the Lord says so. We are out of the box. We are an out-of-the-box family-friendly ministry that seeks to collaborate with individuals and organizations who want to grow in this kingdom. We want to grow God's kingdom right here on earth. Because the Great Commission tells us in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, to go and make disciples of all nations. We will use all the resources that God makes available to do just that. And so I invite you to join us for 30 minute episodes of Unbox. I am so excited to introduce to you today our guest. He's Chad Burmeister. Chad is from Colorado. And when I asked, what do you do for a living? He responded, I work for God. And I say to that, praise God. It is amazing that any career path can be used to glorify God. Chad Burmeister is a man of God. He is also the founder and CEO of BDRAI, which stands for Business Development Representative. Chad is the podcast host for the AI for Sales podcast. He's also a podcast host for You Matter to Christ. He's a contributor to the Pro Player Prayer Project and also works with Ignite Christian Business to help them grow to a thousand plus members this year. Oh, how fabulous. I would also like for our listeners to know that he has written several books and Chad Burmeister loves God. Hello, my friend. Thanks for being here. Barbara, I have the chills just hearing your introduction about becoming unboxed because so many people stay in the box. We got to open the box that God gave us and find our true passion in life. So we I'm must so happy to be here. Thank you so much. As we begin this and I introduce you with all of my heart, I would like for you to share with the audience who's listening um, how we met. Yeah, well, that's a core of my service and what I've become an expert at over the last 20 years is connecting with people. And so traditionally, I've built teams of over 100 salespeople and teach them how to connect with people, their prospects. Um, but what I've learned is how to use technology to identify the exact right people that you need to be in front of. So the way that we met is that leading up to the Pro Player Prayer Project inaugural launch on September 6th at the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C., I did a search for pastors in the surrounding areas that are about a 20 to 50 mile drive from Washington, DC. And I looked for people who were part of Christian groups on LinkedIn, as well as pastors. 
and just started reaching out and said, hey, we're going to be doing this inaugural launch with a lot of NFL players. You know, if you're interested, I'd love to get you, get on a call and talk to you about becoming part of it. And you raised your hand and said, hey, God told me I should be talking to you. And then you showed up at the Museum of the Bible and we've been friends ever since. Oh, my gosh. I wanted some of my friends to hear that from you because my heart has been with you from the very beginning of our relationship. And now those who have heard me talking about Chad, 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 they see what I see. I hope they feel what I feel. So as you reflect on your life, going back to your childhood and teen years, what, what seems to be your passion? Where did you live? And tell us about those days in a few seconds. So I grew up in Colorado. Um, I'm back home. You know, I've been all around the world for the last 20, 30 years. We moved home 10 years ago. So this is year 10 back in Colorado. Um, I grew up here. I've always been a competitor. So I remember Tim Trelfa, who I still am on Facebook with, was my uh, was my gym teacher. And I would go into the gym and then we had the rope climb. And I was so competitive that I would get up that rope faster than anyone on planet Earth. And for years after my sixth grade graduation, I would see him at church on Sunday and he'd say, Chad, you still hold the record. And finally, maybe five or six years after sixth grade, I saw him at church one Sunday. He said, Chad, bad news. You lost the fifth grade rope climb competition. So God put in me the spirit of winning. You know, people ask, do you hate to lose or do you love to win? And to me, it's, I think it's both. I probably err in the favor of I love to win. If I lose, it's just a speed bump and you've got to know that it was there for a reason. So yeah, competition is important to me, whether it's in sports and now for God, uh, you know, that that's just one of the things in my in my era uh, quiver. I understand how that uh, passion for competition is really a God thing. So how would you describe yourself now? Um, maybe your 30 second identity uh, in terms of how that spills into who you are now. Wow. Still, still a competitor. I feel like once a competitor, always a competitor. However, What's changed over the last, really the last five years, probably even 10, you know, I have two kids, one's 22 and one's about to become 21. Wow. And um, it's, it's not about me. So being competitive is, is really to me helping other people discover their talents and their unique gifts that God gave them um, versus myself. So yeah, I love, I like to win still, but it, you know, Christmas, we do games with the family. Traditionally, I I definitely want to win, and I'd go into those, and I've shifted. What's the definition of a win now? A win is when everyone else in the room is fulfilled by the game and not myself. So, you know, I've, that's the shift is focusing on other people and realizing that that is a win when 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 you help other people win. I am a testament to everything you just said about the win and who it's all about, because when we do the work that we do together, I really do feel that you want what is best 
that will bring out the best in me. And you do engage me in a way that it takes me to another level. And I am going to say in Christ. And so let's get back to you and dump some more puzzle pieces out of the box and see how God puts them together. Have you ever felt boxed in? And tell us about that crucial time when you stepped out of the box. Mm. Whenever I get asked a question that's that's a faith, God-filled question, I hear this little ring in my ear, and I, I heard it when you asked the question just now. So that's when I know God's involved in the conversation, right? Um, yeah, I was boxed in in 2021 in a very wow. difficult and painful way. Not just once, not twice, three times, three different traumatic events that I faced. And, and yet God shows up in those moments, right? Immediately in and following and throughout and, and uses those times to elevate and, and show, show his love for you. So yeah, I had a cancel culture experience that was so deeply painful that cost my company probably close to a million dollars in revenue. That was very, very painful. Then, so that's about me, right? Chad, the victim. Three weeks later, my son had a burn accident on his face and hands. And now it was like, wait a second, none of that, none of that other stuff matters. <laughs> you know, it's it's about my family and my kids. So, so going through three weeks at a burn center with my son and having faith. And then he was healed miraculously, true mm -hmm. miracle. And then having COVID six months later and nearly dying. Day seven, I was down to a 72 oxygen. So talk about being boxed in. You lose your identity in the business world. People are calling you names, giving you death threats. Like, it, you know, this is a, it was a pretty big deal. We can, we can drill down on that at another date, but, but that's not what it's about, right? It's that being unboxed is just having the faith to put one foot in front of the other and know that God has a plan for all of it, every single thing. And that's what led me to do the Living a Better Story podcast, which is now called You Matter to Christ. I've had over 100 guests on the show in the last three years, and I met 100 people just like you that I wouldn't have met otherwise if it wasn't for that difficult boxed moment. Yes. So, yeah, that that's the faith walk that I have. And I thank God for the great times as well as the not so great times because they get us to where we need to be. Man, that is such a powerful testimony that you have given in sharing that. And just for our listening audience, the You Matter to Christ episode in which I appeared with Chad was November 19th. It went live. So you can check that out when you get a chance. Um, so as he talked about uh, all of those things that happened in that old pivotal year, uh, Chad, do you have any regrets about anything that you've done that as you reflect on where you are right now, any regrets? No regrets. Everything that's supposed to be will be. God already knows the, he already knows what your, what your entire life will be, right? It's already been written. So it's our destiny to follow the words on the page because as they're being written, God already knows he's in it all. He was in it before you were born. So 
figuring that out and then paying attention to how did I get on this podcast today? How did I get to be in a room with Barbara Brion at the Museum of the Bible and Steve Green, the president of Hobby Lobby? Like, who would have ever scripted anything like that? Oh, God would have scripted it. So one more thing to share, Barbara, before we move to the next question. This This is pivotal in the Unboxed podcast for episode one. Have you ever seen the dot diagram where you have like three dots, three dots, three dots? So it's a dots of nine different dots on a page. And you're supposed to draw four lines without picking up your pencil and connect all the dots. Have you seen that one? Yes, yes. So I did that with my nephew the other day and over Christmas. And I said, I said, okay, can you connect these four dots without lifting your pencil? And he couldn't, right? And I said, okay, here's how you do it. And I showed him the trick. You got to go outside the box. You draw the line past ah, the I dot. And then you draw the line down. And so my message to him was, hey, the world's going to give you a lot of, they're going to try to put you in a box. You're a good golfer. You're a boy. You're right-handed, but you're also left-handed. He's ambidextrous. Um, And the world's going to try to define you and put you in a box. Remember to always think outside the box because God gave you certain gifts that it's important to know that they're not always you know, you don't always need to be contained in a box. Think outside the box. That is wonderful. And we were both outside of our own boxes as you and I had the opportunity to be in D.C. together, not only at the Museum of the Bible, but also at the Capitol building. How you pull that one off, man, that was experience of my life. And there are those that are listening that can see some of the uh, video clips um, that are posted on my YouTube channel, Favor by the Father Ministries. Wow. There's so many things that are on the horizon for us, but what's on the horizon for you? What does the future hold? You know, it's as a Christian believer for a couple of years through the, through that time. And thereafter, I really followed God's voice and I would pray at night and in the morning. And I still do every morning, every night. What do you want me to be doing? And it was the podcast, doing some events. And and I was like, okay, God, I don't know why you have me doing this, but I'm in. And so I didn't focus on commerce at all. And and I'm happy that I did. It got me to meet a lot of people. Uh, What I've discovered is God doesn't need you to sell your house. I mean, maybe. (laughs) I don't want to tell you what to do. You got to be unboxed. But, you know, he wants you to follow your passion and use the gifts that you have. So what I've discovered over the last three years is that I need to make sure to use the gifts God gave me to give value to other people and have a reasonable expectation of financial gains from that as well. So to answer your question very specifically, the goal in 2024 is to have 60 clients investing about $500 a month which is a $360,000 a year business. And that allows me to do all of the volunteer work and give back to people that maybe can't afford a $500 a month price tag. So that, and and originally the number was going to be 50 because $300,000 a year business is pretty good. And I was like, you know what? 
I think God would have you stretch it a bit because then you can help people even more. <laughs> so, so that's the commerce side. On the Christian business side, it's really helping Pro Player Prayer Project ignite Christian business. Have you you've seen the Chosen? I assume. Yes. So the, the opening credits when the gray fish are swimming around, and all of a sudden the first blue one tips, and you know that's Jesus, and then you see the other twelve, the disciples flip after that. I don't believe he turned them from gray to blue in that scene. I believe he caused them to recognize that the other side, on one side, they're gray. On the other side, they're blue. They're colorful. So that's, I want to help people discover who they are as the fish in the sea. And, you know, that's so rewarding to me. So that that's the other part. Let's go find a thousand people that, need to move from gray to blue this year and uh and then expand from there oh my chad has helped me to move from gray to blue in the year 2023 and i tell you i'm just about to turn from blue to purple i tell you the truth thank you so much chad for who it is that you are and for wanting uh to do what it is that you do from the heart you're not doing it for yourself you're really doing it as you say for other people and so now that you are where you are and headed in the direction that you are going, uh, what advice do you give to the younger you when you were maybe 20, let's roll it back, maybe 20 or 25 years? Yeah, you know, I've worked for some companies that have awarded me stock options and I've been very good to spend those dollars. <laughs> so um, and I don't regret it. You asked earlier, what do you, you know, what would you change? Nothing. Like I am who I am because of everything. And so um, there's one though, <laughs> if I would have said, just hold those 10,000 shares until about six months after COVID hits, um, man, yeah, each, each one could considerably gets bigger and bigger. Uh, so I, I have no regrets, but you know, the biggest advice for somebody listening to this is do what God says to do, right? 10% goes to the kingdom. 10% should go to a savings account. Mm -hmm. And if you would just follow that simple advice and say, just live on the 80 and put 10 to God and 10 to yourself and your family. Luckily, I followed that advice for my children's education because I put money every time I ran into it in the 529 plan. And now both kids, my, my son's graduating in six months, my daughter will graduate in two years. And it's been fully funded because I followed the 80-10-10 rule. And that was hugely valuable. Congratulations, dad, on all that you've done. And I should also say congratulations, mom, because you're not in this by yourself. You've got a beautiful wife who stands right there with you. And you all are such a lovely couple. And so as I speak about dad, fast forward now. We've gone back. We've been in the present. So let's fast forward to your great, great grandchildren. Can you go that far mentally and give them a piece of wisdom? What would you say to your great, great grandchildren? Yeah, I'm so focused on eternity uh, I sat at a fire pit one time with a guy who wrote the other half of church. Um, he's a neurotheologist. 
So pretty cool guy, Dr. Jim Wilder. And he said, if you can, when you make decisions in this world, don't think about, there's some, you know, what would Jesus do? That's a, that's a good way to look at life. His concept of making decisions is what's the decision that you can make that will optimize for the end of eternity. Mm. And so if you think of the end of time in millions of years and you're making your decisions of what you should be doing in your life, then I want to align that with how can I play a role in eternity? So that would be my advice to my great, great grandchildren. First, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul and with all your strength, because it does take strength to to focus on it and love your neighbor as yourself. Those are the two that my grandfather gave to me. And those are the two that I would give to my great, great, great. And through eternity, it's just, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. It's already, it's already rolling. His name's God. His son's name is Jesus. And love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Like if you just do that and then love your neighbor as yourself. And I would, I would, help you understand the word neighbor. What does that mean? It doesn't mean the person's house I'm looking at right now. It means your neighbor is Barbara Brion. Your neighbor is the homeless person that you're driving as you go to the hospital to see your son in the hospital and you see a homeless person there. They're your neighbor. So at, and as yourself, if you were that person standing on the corner, how would you want to be approached treated, respected. So that those two things, man, those are the two that matter the most. And how do I take what grandpa passed to me and make sure that that echoes through eternity? That's, that's our mission. And that's what I would tell my great, great grandchildren. With everything that you have shared, I need you to know that you do matter to Christ, Chad Burmeister. Is there any other information or any other nuggets you want to share with us today? Um, this was an interesting thing. I just, Craig from Ignite Christian Business, and check that out, by the way. Ignite-CB is the website. I'm so happy to have been part of that organization. One of his interviews with, was, was with an L.A. Dodgers pitcher. It's on YouTube right now, and he interviewed him. I watched 15 of the 20 Minutes. And he said uh, he didn't have a good story in his life and, and he didn't have a life verse. And then he got hired by the team and didn't make the physical. So his first team out of college for the Marlins, he was cut because he didn't pass the physical because he had an inflammation. And it was the dumbest thing. It was like, what? And so he, he discovered his life verse. So I went into ChatGPT a little bit ago and I said, all right, here's what I'm working on. Here's what I care about. Here's what I'm passionate about. I put those two verses I shared and I said, help me with my life verse for the next half. And it goes out and it reads the entire Bible. And here's what it came back with. Philippians 2, 3, and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. And I was like, yeah, okay, that you got it. <laughs> so, you know, that doesn't mean that's your passion. Like you have a verse that's your own life verse and your own fingerprint that God gave you. There'll never be another fingerprint that's the same as yours. 
There'll never right. be another, another you. There never was you. And there never will be. Wow. So leaning in and understanding that and, and figuring out your gifts, it's just such a fun thing. But check out ChatGPT. Put in a paragraph of who you are and say, tell me my life verse. And you'll be amazed at what comes out, I think. I've got to go here. I've got to go here with all of what you're sharing today. And it all comes together. Uh, talking about how we influence one another, talking about how we are our authentic selves, exploring our passions and exploring our um, purpose for God, really, in his creation of us in the first place, uniquely. Uh, your business is bdara.ai. And we know that AI is artificial intelligence. However, I got this from you, Chad, that AI is really authentic influence. And that's why the name of the podcast show today is Authentic Influence for episode one. Would you speak to us about, speak to those in closing um, who would ask the question or say something about artificial intelligence being too artificial? Yeah. Um, AI is a two-edged sword. I mean, it's a really neat thing. Give you your life Bible verse. Who wouldn't want that? Like, that's a really cool thing. It's also scary because there's a movie that just came out. It's on, I think it's on uh, MGM Plus called Beacon 23. And it goes into the future. And there's conversations where if you outsourced the intellect of the future and the choices to an AI, the AI is going to say, oh, hmm, this person should not exist anymore because we think that 98% chance that this person uh, could could create something that, that would uh, maybe like the bomb or who knows, right? Like yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's just, and so if you outsource AI, to make the decisions of the world in the future, that's a scary thing. It might make sense to slowly move there. And then all of a sudden you're there. Humans have a different level of intellect. We believe in God. We talk to God. We listen to God. And a computer should never be in charge of the world. Um, so that's my, that's the pro is, oh gosh, it can do so many amazing things. Be careful. And I would encourage listeners to check out the AI Trust Council. There's a gentleman who's also a customer, and he's talking to presidential candidates right now about taking the pledge about AI and not going too far to let AI make the decisions. So it should be a it should help you become more authentic. It should not be a replacement of of people. I am so glad that you had an opportunity to share that because there are so many people who are afraid of what they do not understand. And I believe that you have made it very, very clear. But just in case there are others who want to hear more from you, what are some ways that others can connect with you? Um, my personal website is a pretty good spot, chadburmeister.com. And it's B-U-R-M-E-I-S-T-E-R, -E -E just like you've seen on the screen today. Uh, I've got links to my businesses, to my books, to a lot of the different things I'm involved in. So that's probably the best way. And contact information's there and, and everything else. 
I thank you so very, very much for being a guest on our podcast today. It's just been a thrill a minute for me. God bless you and all that you do. And may our paths never stop crossing because I am becoming who God intended with his work through you. Thank you again, Chad Burmeister. Have a great day and uh, want our listeners to continue to hang on for a couple of seconds as I give some closing comments. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm just too excited. Not going to cut his face off. I want you to keep seeing that smile, but I want you to join us for each 30 minute episode of Unbox Experiences. We will be posting them on Thursdays at three Eastern Standard Time. Until then, pursue your purpose and remain favored by the Father. In a world where faith takes root and blossoms, comes a journey of growth like no other. Blooming for Christ, a captivating exploration of spirituality and the remarkable parallels between a plant's journey and our own. Just as a seed must germinate to become a thriving plant, our spiritual timeline begins with a single decision. Through the insightful words of Reverend Barbara Brian, this book takes you on a transformative quest. A journey of growth that echoes the stages of a plant's life. From the tender shoot of a young believer bravely facing the world, to the full bloom of faith experiences shared and cherished. As seeds of faith are sown, new believers are nurtured, and the cycle continues just as God intended. But the journey doesn't end there. As the plant matures, so does the believer, becoming God's chosen harvester in gardens of divine purpose. Reverend Brian's guidance rooted in scripture and wisdom gently leads you through the seasons of your spiritual life. Join us on this journey of discovery and renewal, a journey that unveils the beauty of your faith and the transformative power of God's love. Blooming for Christ, embrace your season of growth and let your faith bloom. Available now.